Floral hair plugs. Floral Hello. hair plugs. There they are. Oh, Welcome we're live. Hey, everybody. <laughs> What's the Friday with Birch and Birch? We are the father daughter game show where we earn points for candor and humility as we flush out whatever topic floats to the top. Just like the ice in your martini glass. Yeah. Ooh, wait. Don't put ice in a martini. Do you put ice in yeah. a martini? No. No, maybe. Ice in your whiskey. <laughs> ice sure. in your... That doesn't float either. Ice Those in your coke. Really bad <laughs> just like the ice in I your I just like to add glass. to your little... <laughs> I, I actually really liked it. I liked how bad it was. It made me very happy. <laughs> um, well, there's plenty of humility in this household to go around, so... There's plenty of humility. Yeah. Plenty of humiliation. Plenty, I'd say. Yeah. Maybe that's a better way to say it. Um, okay. So we were talking about what to talk about today. And you have been reading a book that Alex, my brother slash your son, gave you mm-hmm. called mm-hmm. Cast. And mm-hmm. we went on this long, long conversation. We talked for like an hour about racism. It's really kind of depressing. What? <laughs> I hope this goes better this week than last week. <laughs> I wanted to crawl under a rock last week. Oh, from last last <laughs> week's. Maybe we should talk about that. <laughs> last week, um, I had a lot of energy. And uh, I thought I was being funny by making fun of you. But it made you feel like I was just beating you up. And then you just stopped talking. And that was Which, what well, I was I wasn't smart enough for the conversation. It's like, I'm just going to shut up. <laughs> Sorry. I got excited. I was on a roll. Is in in you're on it. It should be that way. It's it was okay. in a groove about things I think about. So we have learned. You know what I learned from that? Which kind of circles are living and working together? I uh it's yes and and if I've researched something and really thought about something, I become a know-it-all who wants to share everything that I have thought about. Cause I'm like, I've thought about this. Especially if it has to do with diets. No, not anymore. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, but every time we talk about diets now, yeah, I'm like, nobody no, knows. No, That's you the answer. Nobody yeah. knows. Once upon a time. Once upon a time, I would go, I mean, I was vegan and I told you that's the way everyone was going to eat. And then I was carnivore and I told you that was the way everyone was going to eat. And I was keto. And then finally I was like, hold on. There's a through line here, which is every one of these has scientific research papers to back it up and great examples. And it's all bull crap. (laughs) (laughs) What was the fruit one? Oh, my God. I forgot about that. I was a fruitarian. It is embarrassing. Is that but, really a is that a really a term? Yeah, it's a term and I am not proud. Okay. <laughs> I am not proud of it. That was co- college is good for that. You know, it's the you know, a little this yeah. and that and figuring things out. And the world gets a lot bigger when you go to college, especially when you go to a multicultural college like you did. Yeah, you know what's crazy is I got there and I was like, whoa, this is diversity. And then, you know, I made I had I've made friends with all these people from different countries and places and states and cultures that I didn't know. Uh, and I was like, wow, this place is so diverse. But then all of those people were like, this place has so many white people and it's not diverse <laughs> at all. And I was like, yeah, 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 you're right. It's not <laughs> you should come to my hometown. hometown with only like almost only white people. Uh so that's a good segue to the cast though the cast uh, i was gonna give you super props for that that was a really nice <laughs> setup that was a nice 
you definitely said that in order to to segue into cast, and I'm impressed. Thank you. You're welcome. Someday, someday, someday I'll have my own podcast. Would you really do that? I would love no. it. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'm not smart enough for that. That's not, not true. You might just not be ambitious enough in that particular arena. Maybe. I'm not too ambitious in any arena anymore. I think that's coming with my late 50s. I Okay, that's a whole other conversation. We'll have that conversation later. Because but mom's anyway. in her late 50s and she's... She's kicking my ass. She is very ambitious. She like knows what she wants and she wants to keep. Yeah. She's headed. Killing it. She's headed for Yeah. She loves, Mm -hmm. she really loves what she's doing. Kind of this, the slight little tweak to consulting on online business systems, you know, how entrepreneurs like you and I can do our thing. We should talk about that someday because that's fascinating how many things she does and she can kind of reach into your business and help you fine tune it and, She's a genius. Yeah, and she, she is. does it for us for free, which is amazing. <laughs> She's a genius at going, oh, that's what you're doing? You know, if you turned it into a system, it'd take you five minutes instead of five hours, and you wouldn't have to do the thing you hate, and you could do the things you love. And then we're like, okay. okay. <laughs> could you do that for us? <laughs> you want to do the five minutes for us? But she does it, and she shows up. And we're like, She's like, if you just take a couple of minutes, I'll show you this. And we're like, oh, we don't have time for that right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're so stupid. She's so brilliant. That's yeah. the moral of the story. Anyway. Anyway, 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 uh, you did such a good segue, and then I segued right out of it. Sorry. Uh, college is good for learning, and especially when it's diverse, diversity. Wow, great segue, Dad. What do you think about that? <laughs> well, I was, I'm, you know, obviously, I'm, we talked about it last week. You know, I'm a, a white male, middle aged white male, top of the food yeah. chain. Never yeah. felt that way particularly, but apparently that's exactly the way it is. And now I notice it more. Um, I just want you to, before, something that made our entire conversation earlier today that you were talking about, the cast stuff. Mm -hmm. We ended that conversation and you said something about your childhood that opened my eyes um, to how you view, how you view different, how you viewed different races and why when you were a kid. Mm -hmm. Do you mind sharing that? Yeah, and the seventh the story about being in seventh grade and going to a well, the really fact that you were, school for a little bit. You went to you moved schools thirteen times. You moved thirteen know. times, twelve a, times, yeah, a dozen times, yeah. About twelve times before graduating high school, you moved schools twelve times because you didn't have a consistent. Yeah, I think that's right. Growing up, a lot, which a lot of people don't know about you. They think that you have you have such a crazy awesome story, and no one knows it, and that's fine. We don't need to tell it. It's yours to tell at some point, and I hope that everyone gets to hear it because it's amazing, and you impress me to no end. But seventh grade. Okay, so one of the school jumps that you did. Go ahead. Uh, sorry. <laughs> well, we were, we were for a little background, we were talking about how you know, Morgan's upbringing and her perception of other cultures and my upbringing and other cultures or races. And I had one move in particular where I moved to a school in Columbia, Missouri that had a couple different predominant race, would you call them racial classes, races, racial groups. I don't racial know. Groups. We're just going to assume that we're going to step in mud and crap. Yeah. Okay. This yeah, so I'm probably going to screw this up. Good intentions. But Tell anyway, so, so we don't suck forever. We just suck right. right now. So I'm, so I'm in seventh grade and moved to this, moved to Columbia, Missouri. I think I was there for like eight weeks or 12 weeks, something like that. Two, three months. Okay. And, in that school, 
there were basically, as I remember it, like whites, blacks, Asians. And I was unusually small for my age, so I was easy to be bullied. I was never bullied by either of the other racial classes, only by whites. And I looked at them as yeah. a loner in a new school where I didn't know anybody. And I would look at the Asians I could see, and I would look at them and say, that looks like a great group to be with because they're all together. They seem to like each other. You never see them fighting each other. They're nice people. Same thing with um, the black community that was in the school. They seemed yeah. to be together and they were okay. defending each other and took care of each other. And that seemed like it was a good group. And I thought, why am I stuck here? Where with the group that hates everybody and is always beating up on everybody all the time because they're they're picking on me, they're picking on that group, they're picking on that group. Nobody's safe in my group, yeah. and so I always had that. You know, that was I hadn't really thought about it until we had our conversation earlier today. That that's always kind of been in the back of my mind. That I didn't see that. I've never been mistreated by anybody Asian. I've never been mistreated by anybody Black, but I have been mistreated by a lot of people that look just like me, and it. And that explains then, too, because growing up, you, me growing up, uh, you had zero, you never said anything derogatory towards other races at all. You just like kind of praised them and talked about cool cultural things. And that when I got to college, I thought about that. And I was like, that's so weird because we didn't have other races actually in front of us in Centerville. Not really, right. not very many. Uh, people. And I was amazed. I was like, where did that come from? And I forgot that you had grown up in a bunch of places with people of different races. And that's probably where it came well, from. Well, you know, to add, to add to that, I, you know, when I was 21, I moved to St. Louis and I ended up working at a pizza hut for a while, I don't know, like nine months. And yeah. I was the only white guy there. Never had a problem. They call it, the funny thing was that they kept, they'd, they would call me cracker once in a while. And I, swear to god i had no idea that that was a derogatory term it's because my skin is so pale and freckly i thought look like a saltine cracker makes sense to me <laughs> <laughs> so i always thought that it wasn't until later somebody said this that's not what that's about and i'm like yeah it is look <laughs> and they're like no you idiot i was there for that conversation it was a long time later that you found out what cracker uh, all right I maybe was there I was... and you were like no it's because my skin it looks like a saltine and i was like no <laughs> it's not the history so, anyway okay go back to the book sorry i just not... that's a really good preface for that well it was um i don't know if this is a fair way to say it but in that moment in seventh grade i cast groups of people i cast the Asians, you know, as a group of people, and I cast the blacks as a group of people, and I cast the whites in my, you know, school or in that school as a group of people. And the I had never thought of the term cast, but Alex sent that book, and the title of the book yeah, is, which is, is cast. Which spelled as an E at the end, meaning in India they have castes, low to high, and the low class low caste uh, are servants and the high caste are, I don't know more. I don't know more than that. So I might be totally wrong, but that's generally the, well, that was, I, we're lear I'm learning. So um, it was interesting. So I was in reading that book. Now I, I just, I found it fascinating how we cast in so many areas of life. And in, in, in addition to just race, which is like for your comment, you're cast by your economic class, mm -hmm. but I had never, 
again, I'm not educated. And I had always thought of the term cast as I have a cast on my arm. I cast metal. I cast a product to look, you know, I make a cast so that I can make lots of the same thing. Yeah, um, like a cast on a stage, you know, there's a the movie cast or the theater cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I hadn't thought about things, but it, but it seemed to work that way. It's like the we cast, then we ca- we have a social construct of cast where we we cast people in groups with yeah. our prejudices or assumptions. You know, and maybe that's another term for prejudice. Maybe it's just assumptions. I assume that these people are like this. I assume. I assume that, and we don't know that it's a prejudice. And then I've, I have, you've heard me say many times, I don't feel like I'm prejudiced at all. And then I'll hear others people say, I don't think I'm prejudiced at all. And I kind of think to myself, yeah, I kind of think you are. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then I don't know. And I think about um, parents with children and, and couples that don't have children. And until you actually have the children, yes, even though it seems like it's all common sense, you just don't get it. Yeah. You know, well, why don't you raise your kids this way? Or why can't you just do this? Or why can't you? It seems pretty simple to me. Right. You know, and even even parents that have had um, the, the, you know, I think kids come out of the womb the way they are pretty much. Pre-wired. Right. You know that because you parented me and Alex and we responded polar opposite ways to everything you guys did. <laughs> right. And you were very close in age. So it's not like we were using wildly different parenting styles both ways. Yeah. But um but you know what you know, and you and you, I we really don't know what we don't know, right? And, it, and you'll you hear me say all the time. I just feel like I'm the older I get, the dumber I'm I'm getting, and I mean that because it's like wow, there's so much stuff I don't understand, and I don't yeah. get it, and I don't know what it's like. I don't know what it's like, you know. Let alone I don't I don't know what it's like to be the parent of four children. Let alone you know, I, I can't That's even guess of what it's like to have that. I don't know what it's like. I can guess, I can look it up from the outside, but I don't truly emotionally get it. You know, I don't understand the nuances. I don't know what it's like to be a woman. I don't know what it's like to be a different color. I do know what it's like to be a 58-year-old white male in today's world. And only in the world, only in the world that I'm walking through, not in another world. In the future or in the past. It's true. We all have we only have our own experiences. But cast. And So anyway, so so what you're learning from reading that book, it sounds like is that we all have an insane number of assumptions that we make without even realizing it. Absolutely. All the time. But that's not a very fun conversation. (laughs) I would much rather talk about tattoos. Tattoos or you live it, what it's like to live in our house. Yeah. 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 While you're recovering. Which one's more fun? Dad and I are going to get a matching tattoo to represent this time in our lives where we have this business together and we have been figuring it right on our foreheads, <laughs> <laughs> just birch and birch on our foreheads. We've been trying to figure out what tattoo we're going to get. And initially we both love the poem uh, called Invictus. And it ends with, I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. And we were going to get like a compass, but then we found out that too many people have compasses. So it's not that unique. So then we were like, all right, maybe what we do is we do a tattoo that when we hug, it like lines up. But then we thought that was a little weird, like too much. So now we're we're not sure what to do. We're thinking maybe just the logo, the Birch and Birch logo. 
See, if we know. put that on our forehead, then Just it would be like we're wearing a ball cap. Well, and if we you, turn, have to have the if ball you cap. turn our logo sideways, it looks like a middle finger. And I am very happy about that. I hadn't noticed that. I hadn't either, but Christina's boyfriend, Alex, told me. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> So much better than I knew. Well, that's helpful. B, line in the middle, B, and then you know the real estate team that has the finger, knuckle, finger, knuckle, knuckle, the middle finger. It's a yeah, it's brilliant. So we're trying to figure that out. Um, yeah, if anybody's got an idea, want to share something, please let us know. Yeah, and where we'll put it. I'm thinking, mm -hmm. what if we both do shoulder? No, I was thinking about my left butt cheek. Were you really? No. Because <laughs> you could, I know you. You could. <laughs> I still want to do the cursive. I know. Yeah, your <laughs> mother's name. Right. He's going to have a tattoo of your name on his ass. No, your mom's name. Oh no, it is your name. Your name, your name on one, and your mom's name on the other. And that's how. Yes. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> Why don't you do that? There's nothing holding you back. I have your name tattooed on my butt. I have your mom's name. You could tattooed start on my butt. doing that now. You could. That joke could happen. Now, if you yeah. want to get why are you waiting? I don't know. I'm just not doing it that I'm comfortable pulling my pants down to show people my tattoos. Well, you don't have to. You can only when I you can just tell them. I think you should. You can tell them. <laughs> Unless can, they bet me money, money and then I'll do then, it. I mean, so what? Then you don't pull down your pants for until you're 80. <laughs> I think you should get it now. That should, Dad, that be should like, be our magic tattoo. Both of us should have your name written on. The on one of our butt. <laughs> it'll be more fun for Maybe me. Maybe that's not a cool father daughter tattoo. <laughs> no, I don't think but it's too it's cool. So good, <laughs> your name. I think it'll be much better in the nursing home when the CNAs are like. I know hey, that's your. Favorite. It's really weird. <laughs> Mr. Birch has your name tattooed on his butt. Oh, he does not. He does. I'll bet, I'll bet you hundred dollars that your name is on his ass. I'd have CNAs in my room every time. I get I get name. the best care ever. <laughs> I think it's <clears throat> I think it's a brilliant idea, and I will also I will follow in your footsteps and do it as well. Thanks, Thanks. Steve O from what was the name of that show? I love him, Steve O from Jackass. From Jackass, yeah, that's where I, I got that idea. I love that dude. He's awesome. He's even more awesome now than he was then. He's like very introspective, and I feel bad for crazy him. stuff. He's really cool. Dad, follow him on Instagram and watch his interviews. You will love any interview he's in. He is a born entertainer. I hope he quits hurting himself. He uh, definitely hasn't stopped doing that. He seems to to get a lot of uh, life purpose out of it. So he's still doing crazy stuff. Makes me sad. Yeah, but it also gets our attention. So, so, anyway, so that's the tattoo story. And then now for the good stuff. No, really. We can't say that. It might not be good stuff, but so Morgan has been staying with she most people know she fell and shattered okay. her ankle. Yes. In a big way. And big way. um she's been recovering at our home. Yes. Because it's a little bit easier to have somebody go get stuff for you when you can't get around very well. And also um, the bed that I own is a tall you literally have to jump onto it. Yeah, it's really huge. I can't jump. It's a huge bed that's very tall. And I can't, I can't jump like right all now. Your bedroom, so. all, all of your bedroom furniture packed into one spot. Yeah, because it's got all these drawers very underneath Very vertical, it. yeah. Yeah. You need stairs. Maybe get an elevator for that. An elevator? Like a handicap <laughs> lift type of thing. 
I just need like a bench. If I took, if I stole this bench that you guys have, anyway. So I've been living here. What do you think? Be be honest. Come on, we're doing a show. Is mm-hmm. the hardest part of living together of me living here? I think it's harder for you than it is for us because our life hasn't changed a whole lot. Probably counter space in the kitchen. <laughs> You're literally eating what I have on the counter right now, though. <laughs> Let's rent. <laughs> um yeah that's definitely true i have like a giant bo- bottle of, that's definitely true i've taken up a lot of your counter space yeah it's not fair though because we were redoing our master bath at the same time that started right we had just yeah. started that at the same time that you right when I broke my so we just demoed our master bathroom and moved we'd moved out of our master bedroom bathroom closet completely yeah. to get that can done. i say what I, I what i think was actually the hardest part for you was my mood swings i think that's the hardest part for you maybe somehow i was thinking about something new since you broke your ankle <laughs> <laughs> i always have to deal with your mood swings <laughs> hey fair <laughs> legitimate point uh, you come by them naturally, so I know you. I can't so say a whole lot. Too. You're moody. I'm moody. Mom is not really. She's like she, a seven forty seven. She's an emotional. She. I mean, she's an emotional being, but she like she's on cruise control. She's like I have these. She's they're always for a reason. Whereas you and I will just have a mood, and and if you were like, why? We'll be like, I can use a lot of words to justify this mood, and then later we're like, it wasn't for any of the words that I said before. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but in the middle of it, it's like you're you're There's so blind to everything else. You can't argue with. I can't yeah. argue with you when you're in a mood. There's no reasoning with you. Uh, that's true, and also with you. Peace be with you, and also with you, except <laughs> the opposite of peace. <laughs> Moods be with you. I do think the thing that um I've been working on a lot, and I think we've all been working on a lot, is not taking responsibility for each other's emotions, even when the moody person is trying to give you the responsibility, you know, when you're in a bad mood or you're angry, you're like, mm-hmm. this can't just be my fault. And being able to be, being able to think about it and go, is this actually my fault? Maybe 10%. I'm not going to take matter. responsibility. Yeah. It doesn't matter anyway, but mm-hmm. being able to stop and be like, they're choosing to be this angry and I can't change their emotions for them. You don't typically get angry i tend well, to be the one that gets angry you get angry so i'm talking about from my perspective how i think yeah. about it yeah okay <clears throat> i wouldn't want anybody to think that you're the one that um frustrated and oh, what would you call it when somebody thinks somebody else is just stupid and not getting it oh oh um <laughs> that's accurate <laughs> patronizing demeaning does it work I kind of, when I'm in a bad mood, I'm like, and you're speaking because (laughs) (laughs) that's right. I get that. I I get it. It's a little, it's a little, you should should stop now because you sound really stupid. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's yes. That's the, that's the impression I get when I'm like on edge. I'm like, speak faster and smarter or don't speak at all. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. not nice. Just like a knife thrower. (laughs) Yeah. I know that I get like that because you legitimately look scared 
when I'm in a bad mood, your face is literally like, I, I mean, I just, okay, okay, I'm going to hide now. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I want to leave now. Then your mom, how come you shut down like that? Because <laughs> it's dangerous. That's why. Because <laughs> I can't say anything. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'd say that's probably the hardest part. But I think it's also been the best part because because uh, we work together, so we see each other a lot. But living together, we see each other more. And uh, when I'm in a bad mood and I live at my apartment, I just go to my I just go to my apartment. I just try to not be around people. But having to live here, um, I've been in a bad mood and I can't really hide. Well, and... we, I think your mom and I have both tried not to, you know, you, you kind of have your own suite. Yes. So there's not really a reason for you to come out if you don't want to. So we've tried to, you know, that door, we don't knock on the door very often or unless we're there, if there's some kind of engagement so that we know what the mood and what's going on yeah. and it's common, then we will, you but really otherwise respectful. you're on your own. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think the real key is cause we, we were, I can't, where were we the other, Oh, wait, the internet guy was coming at the, at our office, hooking up our internet for our yeah. studio that we're trying to create, which yeah, obviously Friday, we're not at today. Friday when we were having a great time and then we had this, did the show, we had a bad time. And then we were like, what happened? We had an yeah. amazing, we were so good before. But the cable guy made a comment about yes. the dynamic between the two of us just, as we were doing our thing while he was hooking up the cable. Yeah. And I, but I do think there's, um, we've, I can't, I can't say stumbled across something, but somehow we've matured in our own ways and yeah. both decided that we really want to make our relationship work and yes. make our relationship better all the time. And it's yeah. that, it's that want to, it's a mutual desire yeah. to do that and to prioritize that above other stuff. Yeah. Because I think we both have, have started That's to true. just give up on things that used to be important. It's like, I don't care. I don't have to win this. It doesn't matter. That's I just true. I have a good time. I just, and also. This is not a deal breaker. We've also, I think, some we've both given up on, we've chosen better battles, you know. And also, I think we've persevered through conver more conversations now. So instead of shutting down as frequently, like last Friday. We had an argument and then shut down and then went, no, I want this to be a really good relationship and I need to understand what's happening here. Both of us saying that. And then we talked through it and really figured out why did you react the way you did and why would I react the way I did? True, but we, we don't have arguments like some people. When you when you say argument, it's not. <laughs> That's true. I'm, we, never, we never have fights in our household. No, we don't. Including your brother. We just never had fights. Never I know, I don't raising our voice not, was cause... not. Yeah, I don't know, but it, but now it's we're working through that to where we can actually still have the conversation. Yeah. And well, here's how I felt. This is what happened when you said all. this. I thought that was just incredibly when whatever. You said this it made me feel like this. Mm -hmm. There's a really key statement that we use often when we talk. Mm -hmm. So we work through that stuff. Now I just I what I regret personally is that we didn't I didn't mature to that degree earlier so that I could have included your brother in that because your brother um, missed it by a little bit and yeah. he was a year and a half ahead of you plus you were closer after college so we've had more right. physical opportunity to engage he's been you know 1200 miles away and, and also a much quieter person I'm yeah, he's naturally quieter person. but if he were closer I think 
we would that would be developing in that relationship too. It is on the phone anyway yeah. when we see each other when we're there, but still, I I do I I still have, I have my regrets, you know. Yeah, I don't know if that's avoidable. I I don't know that's if it is either because almost all of my friends with kids have their regrets. You know, we all guess at how to be parents. <laughs> our one redeeming hope is that we'll have grandkids and that our kids will be like, I, I get know. it now. Yeah. I know you keep, you've mentioned that since I was a child and I really think I, yeah, you've been pretty open with me about how it feels and I know I don't emotionally get it, but I mm -hmm. feel lucky to be pretty fairly prepared. We'll see. Fairly. <clears throat> see if, like, if it works out that way. Not super prepared. I think I'm going to be in over my head, but if you guys are still. Everybody somewhere. is. Every parent is over their head, except I take that back. There are a few that are like just born. Uh, and I think typically they're women, not to be sexist, but they're born to be parents. And they're like, they gobble up every minute of it. Every snotty remark a kid can make, everything that goes wrong. They're like, this is it. This is this is like astronauts that have trained all their life to be astronauts and they fight their way yeah. through challenges in space. And they're like, that was the best thing ever. <laughs> and I think there I are some moms that are that way. They're like, this is awesome. So I wonder if I'm going to be like that because I'm so, my favorite thing, my passion in life is people and how we work. So snotty remarks and all of that stuff. I'm what I wonder if that's how I'll respond. Oh my God. As I say this, I'm like, I'm going to eat my words. <laughs> I'm going to be such an over, just be like, I don't know. We'll see how this goes. She instantiated me. <laughs> Heck, you got to keep a boyfriend for more than two weeks for that to happen. <laughs> hey, that's not true. I, you know what? I just need to make a lot of money and be able to <laughs> make it happen. Do it on your own. Yeah, I just keep, I like my two-week boyfriend stints. <laughs> no, I don't. It's not true. <laughs> What's wrong with me? <laughs> the problem is, is you leave every guy you date saying, What's wrong with me? What? That's what everyone says yeah. when they break up with people. Right. You're the one that's doing the breaking up all the time, though. Oh, yeah. I, I know that. <laughs> i know that so you can't uh, don't give me the what's wrong with me thing and then it's like yeah he's all right i know i know that's it's the, like they're all great they all end up being decent friends but but not i really am wonder i do always i often wonder that actually i often wonder why people stay because i <laughs> because of the it's like, why would anybody suffer through the same things your parents did, right? Why would you stay? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Well, uh, you're actually pretty charming until you're not. I am? Yeah. How is that relevant? Thank you. But what? That's why they would stay. Oh. You're likable. Oh, yeah. But why would I, why would I stay? <laughs> That's the problem. I'm saying, like, why would I mean the only person I would that I've ever been like, oh, I would marry you is Christina, and she's a female. <laughs> I would have been okay with that. I know she's so she's so amazing. You're both just you both like guy parts. She's the only person that I've I've been like, oh, I get why people get married. Because we got along so well, we lived together so well, we were mm -hmm. 
crazy good friends. Even when we were long distance, like she had moved away, we were talking mm -hmm. multiple times every day and sending long emails to each other. That if, it, if they were letters, they would be five page letters, like these long emails about what we thought about life and the purpose of things and like the funny thing that happened today. Uh, so I get, she's the only person I've met that and known for a long time and been like, oh, I get it. I mm -hmm. get why you would do that. I could see now that life partner. If like I a, like a full-time friend. It's like, yeah. I mean, you have a lot of really close, great friends. I do. But they're not full-time, like 24 hours a day, seven they're days a like week. They're not like marriage friends. Yeah, I was yeah, married. you guys were roommates. We were roommates. And then then she moved for college, for uh, law, law school. school. And we were still, it felt like we were still roommates, even though we were in different states because we were mm -hmm. talking incessantly for a few years. You know, and that was that that really made me go, OK, I get I get why people do that. But I have a, I have some amazing friends. But now in my life, if I met if I met Christina now in my life, I don't think we would have become the same kind of friends because I got too much going on. And she's got too much going on. Yeah, so it was really the, a timing thing. Timing. Do you think that this is just the most boring conversation to anybody that might be watching it ever? <laughs> Actually, I'm watching the views. And weirdly, no drops. I don't know. I don't know why. I, really, I don't know why. You're you think you thank you for staying. I don't know why you're staying, but we're desperate for your attention, and we very much appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for being here. Yeah. Wow. We got to thirty-three. I think that was a great. I, I had a lot of fun talking to you today on this episode of What the Friday Dad. I can't wait to have it do it in our studio. We just got to get that done. Oh my god! It's going to be so beautiful. Huh? Just crossed my mind. I owe rent. I got to pay the rent. Oh, and then I got to pay you half of my half. Okay. Well, half shake and bake. Huh? What? You're trying to discount the rent on me. What words did you say? I said I have to pay you my half. You said you my said half of my half. Oh, <laughs> no. I said my half, my half, because my brain okay. was like malfunctioning. <laughs> I thought it was like you had to pay your half. Well, you had to pay half of your half. I was like, no, it's just my wait brain. A minute. brain. <laughs> my brain was just going. That's not okay. how this partnership thing works. We need to like, talk about this basic <laughs> math problem here. Nope, just my brain going like. Although you're probably dinging me for the couch. English so muffin pretty. I ate this morning. Underpants, like just a wild, <laughs> wild world in this little, <laughs> this little speed dragon. Calm down. <laughs> okay, thank you for watching, everybody. Can I do that to you. Calm down. Rub on your forehead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah there's a lot going on in there that doesn't like, really need to go on calm down <laughs> you should do that because i go way too fast sometimes and i have on my my phone screensaver is is a piece of vigo mortensen saying one of the best pieces of pieces of advice i ever got was go slow to go fast we live as though we aren't Sorry, we live as though that I'm doing it too fast right now. We live as though there aren't enough hours in the day, but if we do each thing calmly and carefully, we can get it done quicker with much less stress. That's my phone screensaver because every time I do anything, I'm like, <laughs> like a person on crack. I had to calm down. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> you could definitely pet my forehead and be like, calm down. <laughs> I'll try that. I bet. So, I can I imagine hate, a few cases where that would that was like, let you, like you're the biggest idiot me. in the world. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway, do you want to sign cool. off? Do you want to say the shake and bake friend follow? Hey.
Yep. Hey, friend, for all of you that are out there, we'd love it if you'd friend us, follow us, hit the notifications button so that you know that on Friday, like usual, we do our post and you get the reminder. That would be awesome. And to you, my darling, shake and bake. Shake and bake.